we talk a lot about corporate culture on this podcast. In fact, we did an episode earlier in the season about culture as a benefit, and we just did an episode about employee experiences, which was essentially about corporate culture. Uh, but let's take it up to 30,000 feet and talk about why a healthy corporate culture is so critical to a company's long-term success. This is Kanan. I'm here with Kent. And on this episode of the Stop Hating Mondays podcast, we're discussing corporate culture. You know, that often forgotten about thing that affects every person who works. I want to keep this first question really, really straightforward. So here goes. What are some of the reasons focusing on culture is so important? Yeah, it's interesting looking back on this entire season of podcasts, a lot of it comes down to this. I mean, it's all kind of culture. And it's not surprising because it's culture that often gets forgotten. Uh, Again, it kind of... Fascinating, right? Yeah. And it's, it's sad. It just shows how, how worked everybody is in this thing that people think is having attention paid to it. Culture is really not. And, you know, in our experience, people so often think we're diagnosing and addressing something that must be a singular, isolated problem. And then what's revealed is tracks back to a culture problem. Yeah. No one person or work group did something wrong. What you're seeing as a symptom isn't due to a person or a work group. It's due to a culture that's cultivating this kind of behavior or environment Mm -hmm. that you're now noticing as some kind of a leader and you want to correct. So... Uh, I just want to get back to basics and say culture is something that happens even when you're not focusing on it. And that's oh yeah huge. Yeah, it's like uh, in the last episode we were talking about employee experiences and how if you're actively working to create positive employee experiences, that's wonderful. But being not focusing on it positive employee experiences does not have a neutral outcome. It has a bad outcome. And the exact same thing is true for culture. Not caring for culture does not create a neutral corporate culture. It creates a bad corporate culture. Yeah. I think like the best relationship advice that's out there that to so many people seems tired and eye rolly, you know, when you see those interviews with the old married couples in their eighties, and they'll say, we talk all the time or communicate. And the same applies here, communication, because culture is happening even when you're not focusing on it. So you have to control and intentionally create it. And if you're not, the best people are going to leave. So as a wise old married person would say, communicate, communicate, communicate. I'm going to paraphrase a question we got from a client recently, and I'll warn you, it's so broad, it's practically unanswerable, but I'm sure you've got some good advice here. Um, What's the worst thing we can do as employers in this day and age? 
I told you it was broad. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, I like these questions because these are questions from real clients. Oftentimes they come up in the midst of a consulting project and it shows, you know, questions show that someone cares, that someone's asking the question. Yeah. And I, I would answer that by saying being tone deaf. Being tone deaf is completely unforgivable. I'm going to go back to something we've talked about in previous podcasts, and I'm going to go back to something that we talked about in a podcast in this season. You have to show an awareness of the current larger culture. So by that, I mean that change is afoot in the world and in, in our home country, the United States. Employees care about having an element of positive social change, uh, diversity, and inclusion. And if you're ignoring that or tone deaf to those realities, it's absolutely unforgivable. I will say, too, that in each particular organization, you know, a vibe is created. Within this larger culture, you see vibes grow because of the culture you've created. So you've got to be able to tap into what is giving your work groups that particular vibe and be aware of it and foster what is making a company, a place where people want to work and a work group, a place that's working. Pay attention to the leaders that are creating work groups that are highly productive, highly satisfied, and try to duplicate that, uh, paying a lot of attention to the, here's the word again from this season, the culture that's being created. It's interesting because some of the companies we've worked with uh, and the companies I think with the most troubling cultures can tend to act like they're operating in a vacuum. Like there's the company culture and then the rest of the world and what they fail to recognize is your employees are navigating two cultures they're navigating your work culture and they're navigating the larger culture at the same time and they don't shut their brains off when they come to work and they don't step outside of their existing reality when they come to work so to your tone deaf point you need to also be aware of what your employees are experiencing large scale and stop acting like somehow their lives are siloed when they walk into work. Completely. And, you know, it's, it's sort of funny. I'm going to use uh, a company as an example because it's just so unforgivable that I have no problem doing this. Better mortgage. <laughs> that the CEO terminated, I think... I can't remember how many, but a lot of oh, people yeah, a lot. on a on a Zoom call. That very act has come up from a lot of the companies that we work with and from a lot of the individuals we work with who are very aware how in the middle of severe global turbulence, a racial justice movement, a decency movement in a pandemic to terminate people via Zoom, uh, people will go out of their way to say, I want no part of a company 
like that. Yeah. Uh, so to your point, people want to live in a world where they feel like they're doing something to make it a better place. And they take those beliefs into where they work. And gone are the days where you can easily compartmentalize. Yeah. I said in a previous podcast, intolerable is the word of 2020, 2021, 2022. Working at a place or doing anything that doesn't align with your personal desire for social equity, for advancements in that area is intolerable and people know it. Okay. So what is one tip you would give a company that's struggling to secure talent during the great resignation? Yeah, well, there's, you know, the obvious things I talked about this in a previous podcast, like, especially at that level, uh, those core benefits and money matters. So having made that painfully obvious, I will say something else, which is really make attractive your culture. I talked to too, talked about too in previous episodes, really uh, show how your place of business is a place that this person will want to be a part of because, for instance, you're socially aware and you have a commitment to being the kind of workplace that people actually want to work at. So in addition to those obvious things like a competitive wage in this market and benefits, really highlight why your place is a place that people should want to work.